You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Special Friday edition of Locked On Lions, everybody, on the Locked On Podcast Network on this Friday, February 12th, and a Saturday, February 13th. Matt Derry with you. Welcome in on a special Valentine's edition, Valentine's Day weekend edition of Locked On Lions. Coming up on the program today, if we think things are bad in Detroit, and Lions fans are upset about 63 years of just one playoff win, nothing will top what is going on in another NFL city. I want to get into that momentarily. Also, what is the ceiling? What is the market for Romeo Okwara? How do his numbers rank with other edge rushers that are going to be free agents? We'll get into that. And also, Matt Miller, NFLDraftScout.com. His latest mock draft is not going to make Lions fans very happy All of that today here on a special Friday edition. We thank you for listening and joining us here. You can follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions. Boy, Twitter is a place that is always interesting. There's some people on Twitter, man, that just, (laughs) oh, man, they just love to stretch the truth and uh, a lot of of self-promoters out there on Twitter. Uh, also, uh, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well, uh, where we post the podcast each and every day. If you missed yesterday's show, thank you to Jeremy Reisman, uh, editor of PrideofDetroit.com. Listen, I'm like everybody else as a Lions fan. I'm on Freep. I'm on MLive. I'm on ESPN, Debt News, um, Lions Lowdown with Paula, Pride of Detroit, Jeremy and his crew, Lions Wire with Eric Schlitt and Jeff Risden. Uh, Lions.com. I, I read everything in order to prepare for this show. And uh, Jeremy Reisman and the, and the guys at and girls at prideofdetroit.com, uh, Kelly Rowe, the Rowe Report I check out from time to time, uh, they do an excellent job on uh, prideofdetroit.com. All right, so today the big news in the NFL, big news in the NFL, is that J.J. Watt and the Houston Texans have mutual, mutually agreed to his release in a video posted on social media. Watt said, hey, called up the McNair family. Uh, We mutually agreed it was time for them to let me go. I've been released. Um, Thank you so much, Houston, for 10 great years. All the stuff that normally class act leaders of a franchise like Matthew Stafford did. And Matthew Stafford, I think, will do a, a message to the fans eventually. But J.J. Watt sort of did it today, and Matthew Stafford's not even on social media. We know his wife is. But J.J. Watt, the uh, multiple-time pro bowler and all-pro defensive end at 31 years of age, one year left in his contract that would have paid him $17 million, but none of it's guaranteed, uh, asked for his release, and he's getting out of Houston. And so he's being released. Uh, first of all, no, J.J. Watt's not coming to the Lions. Do the Lions need J.J. Watt? Of course. Would that be a great move for the Lions? Sure. They need any help they can get off the edge. But J.J. Watt is going to ask for too much money. And also, why would J.J. Watt at the end of his career go anywhere but like Green Bay, because he's a Wisconsin guy, uh, Pittsburgh to play with his brother, although they don't have a lot of cap space, um, you know, L.A., 
Rams or Chargers, warm weather, you know, something like that. Heck, he could go to Tampa Bay. But anyway, um, J.J. Watt is another person in Houston that has gone to the Texans and said, get me out of here. Deshaun Watson, their quarterback, did the same thing weeks ago, and the Texans are saying, no, we're not trading you. Houston, of course, has hired uh, Nick Casario as their general manager, ex, a right-hand man of Bill Belichick, and recently they hired a head coach who I've never heard of who's a longtime assistant in his 60s. Um, if we think it's bad here in Detroit, and for many Lions fans, there's the you know, Ford family and the curse, and they got to sell the team, and the curse of Bobby Lane, and you know, uh, the last time we ever won was 1957, no Super Bowls, uh, haven't won the division since the early 90s, all those things. One playoff win, 1991. Uh, in, in 63 years, you know, all those things. But you know what the Lions do have? The Lions aren't the Texans. The Houston Texans are such a disaster that you got people like J.J. Watt who wanted to retire a Texan. Deshaun Watson, who has been a leader of that franchise. Nobody wants to stay. And you look and you dive deep into it and you go, all right, well, the Lions have got sort of a meddlesome bean counter president and friend of the family in Rod Wood. Rod Wood handed the reins over to Chris Spielman and said, hire the coach. Rod Wood has gotten, kind of gotten out of the way lately. But the Texans have this guy, Jack Easterby, who's like a special assistant, who was a special assistant to Belichick years ago. He's a pastor by trade. And he's running the Texans. There's articles. Go, go online. Look at a uh, 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 Bleacher Report, batteredblog.com. The Texans are Jack Easterby's team. Okay, the, like I said, the Lions could be bad, and maybe they hired the wrong coach, and maybe people are making fun of Dan Campbell and making fun of Brad Holmes or whatever, and Stafford asked for, for a trade, and people are mocking Detroit. There is nothing worse than what is going on in any sport and any team than what's going on in Houston. Jack Easterby is running the team, has no business running the franchise, ownership for some odd reason, think he's going to change the culture, Cal McNair. And now, now, uh, you know, the GM search was was totally screwed up. They asked Deshaun Watson who he wanted as coach. Uh, He told them some names. Then they never told him anything. Then he said, get me out of here. Their team president, uh, uh, Jamie Roots, just quit. A um, couple days ago, Jamie Roots wanted to resign from the Texans after the GM search resulted in the work of the search committee on which he served being ignored. He was persuaded to wait in order to keep the perception of organizational dysfunction from being even more pronounced. This is unprecedented. Seriously, as a Lions backer and as a Lions supporter and as somebody like me who's a fan and rooting for the team, uh, this is unbelievable. The equipment manager, who was there for 13 years that everybody loved, Mike Parson, he got fired recently. The director of football operations, Kevin Krakovich, 15 years with the team, helped manage the team's salary cap, very popular, fired. 
Like this Easterby guy is running this franchise into the ground. Deshaun Watson's still there. But Andre Johnson, J.J. Watt, Justin Reed, DeAndre Hopkins, they all are just laughing, laughing at what is going on in Houston. They've alienated Deshaun Watson to the point where he has said, get me out of here. Get me out of here. And the Texans won't trade him. I mean, this is like unprecedented. And people are talking about when they talk about the people that have been um, uh, hired, you know, the the, the coaches and and everything else, um, and people are making fun of Dan Campbell. And, yes, the Texans did hire um, an African-American head coach. But the, the hashtag fire Easterby, what is going on in, in Houston? And now today, J.J. Watt let go. David Culley, by the way, is the name of the Texans' new head coach, 65 years old, um, 27 years as an assistant, never been a head coach. He was the Ravens' um, assistant head coach. I think he was the quarterback's coach, too. It's unbelievable. What a horrible, horrible organization. And thank goodness the Lions are not the Texans. It's incredible. Texans, remember, they were in the playoffs every year. They won the division and stuff. But it's bad. Wow, is it bad. I'll tell you what's not bad. Today for breakfast, I have the Built Bar. I just got these in the mail the other day. The new Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bars. Let me tell you something, folks. If you had the cookie dough bars that were over the holidays, those were good. These coconut brownie chunk bars are unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness, are they good. How many calories on this bad boy? 150 calories. Built bars are incredible. I'm getting everybody involved. My man, Dan Zach, he's getting built bars sent to him next week. Uh, courtesy of, of his of his of his man here, Matt Derry. I'm telling you, I'm sending them to everybody. I love them. All right. Whether it's the caramel brownie, the cookies and cream, the cherry barcia, the new and improved built bar is even more deliciouser. All right. They're covered in 100 percent chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're good for you. I don't like these other bars that are healthy for you, the nutrition bars, but I love these babies, the built bars. Go to the website now, BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Friday edition, Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network. Saw the other day that uh, the uh, Locked On Podcast Network is uh, um, coming together with... uh, and uh, partnering up with Entercom Radio. That's right. You may end up hearing some promos on the cricket for a lockdown. How great would that be? All right. Just throwing it out there. Okay. Uh, where should we go next? Do we do the mock? Let's do the mock right now. Maddie Miller, formerly a Bleacher Report, NFL Draft Scout, uh, and now the uh, proprietor of his own website, thedraftscout.com. Matt Miller. Does a pretty good job with his mock drafts. His latest mock would be something um, that 
uh, I would give some credence to because he does a pretty good job. But again, I know Lions fans aren't going to like this. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, who had his workout today, his pro day. Of course, the Lions had two uh, members of the uh, media, uh, members of their organization there. I'm not sure why, but whatever. Uh, the Jets would take Zach Wilson, the quarterback from BYU. The Dolphins, number three, Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU. Number four, Atlanta, tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida. It, taking a tight end in the top five would be ridiculous. Cincinnati at five, uh, Penny Sewell, offensive tackle from Oregon. Number six, Philadelphia, Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner and wide receiver from Alabama, who the other day was mocked to the Lions by Todd McShay. And then the Lions at number seven. Jalen Waddell, wide receiver, Alabama. Now, here's what Matt Miller writes. Team needs tier one, wide receiver, and linebacker. Heck yeah. Linebacker for sure. Tier two, cornerback, interior D lineman, offensive tackle, wide receiver. Tier three, safety, and edge. I would move edge up to tier two, especially if Oquara leaves. Jalen Waddell, Alabama. Here's what Miller writes, quote, The Lions shook the football world when they traded Matthew Stafford to the Rams for two first-round picks and Jared Goff. Now a new regime led by head coach the Danimal, I added that, Dan Campbell, and general manager Brad Holmes on Holmes, I added that as well, have a 26-year-old former number one overall pick to evaluate and hopefully develop a quarterback with the promise of two extra first-rounders, blah, 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 blah. By adding Goff, a player Holmes knows well from his time at the Rams, the Lions have moved the needed quarterback down the road for at least one year. And in doing so, they're in a position to bolster the rest of their roster at pick number seven overall. They're also in a great position to trade down if a quarterback-needy team wants to jump the Carolina Panthers, who, of course, are at number eight. That's a very good point by Matt. Add a big play wide receiver to either replace or supplement. Free agent Kenny Galladay could be leaving town this offseason. Waddle is an electric speedster who missed part of the 2020 college season with an ankle injury but returned for brief flashes in the national title game. His yards after catch ability are the perfect complement to a quarterback like Goff with limited downfield arm strength and his explosive ability as a runner and receiver will give a bland offense a much-needed infusion of excitement. All right, so Miller takes Jalen Waddle. Uh, I would not take the third receiver at number seven. I would take Micah Parsons from Penn State, who in this draft goes number 11 to the Giants. But I like Miller's idea of trading back because Carolina needs a quarterback. They were trying to trade for Stafford. They get Justin Fields at number eight, unless a team like Denver at nine, a team like Dallas at 10, Or somebody that wants a quarterback would move up and trade with the Lions. Maybe even San Francisco at 12. So keep that in mind. Micah Parsons going 11 to the Giants. He's the guy I think I want. I'm not committed to it yet. We're not going with the Tufts movement yet. But I would love Micah Parsons. Him slipping to 11 and the Lions taking Jalen Waddell would not get me excited. Again, I know it's a rebuild. And if Galladay's gone, the Lions pretty much have Quintez Cephas and Jamal Agnew, and that's it at wide receiver. Uh, would, certainly would be nice to still have Travis Fulgham around. But that's the uh, Matt Miller mock draft, which I, I certainly find intriguing, to say the least. But I like his thoughts of the Lions dangling that pick at seven, trading back, and maybe acquiring another, another second-round pick or third-round pick, and still getting... Somebody like Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. 
you know, who's fantastic. Fantastic. And the Lions need all the defensive help they can get. Imagine trading back and getting Patrick Sertan, the cornerback from Alabama. Wouldn't, 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 I wouldn't hate that. Or uh, JOK, the, the linebacker from Notre Dame. Just throwing that out there as well. Uh, BetOnline.ag, folks, Pistons Celtics tonight. Want to put some money down on the Stones, maybe on the Celtics? Pistons did not look good last night. Uh, did not cover the spread either. You want to bet on some games over the weekend. You can do it at betonline.ag. There's only one place that has you covered, one place we trust, and that is our friends at BetOnline. You sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus. All right? You want to look, the Wings are playing this weekend. Michigan's back playing College Hoop Sunday, I believe, against Wisconsin. Want to throw some money down? It's easy. BetOnline.ag. They got great odds. They got great prop bets, over-unders, whatever you want. Don't be on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Use a promo code LOCKEDON and go to BetOnline.ag to get that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. All right, final thing on the show today. Uh, Pro Football Focus had the Lions not being able to spend on Romeo Okwara and instead signing Melvin Ingram III to a two-year reported $20 million deal in free agency. That was just a guess from Pro Football Focus with the Lions in need of another edge if they can't keep Romeo Okwara. And I looked it up today, and if you go by some of the... um, analytics and the numbers in terms of pressure rate for edge rushers um, and sack percentage rate and all of these things. But if you go with uh, pressure rate from this year, Romeo Okwara checks in at a um, 14.4% pressure rate, which is good for fourth best among Free agent pass rushers. You've got on this list Shaq Barrett, Marcus uh, 15.7, Marcus Golden 15.2, Carl Lawson 14.6, and then Romeo Aquara checks in at 14.4. Um, Romeo Aquara, according to Pro Football Focus, ranked seventh for edge rushers in pressure ranking. Um, which is pretty darn good. But run defense rank, you look at a guy like Shaq Barrett, and this is for all defensive linemen, Shaq Barrett was 33rd in run defensive rank. Carl Lawson was 55th from the Bengals. Romeo, 114th. Only Golden uh, was worse. There was only five defensive linemen that are free agents that were ranked in the 100s in run defense rank. Ziggy Ansah, Dwayne Smoot, Yannick Ngakwe, Okwara, and Marcus Golden. So the question is, and this was something that was brought up by Dan Campbell, and, and, you know, and Aaron Glenn said this the other day about Okwara. He's a rusher. He's an edge. Um, he's a pass rusher. 
So do the Lions and Brad Holmes view Romeo Quar as somebody they have to have back? Because you kind of look at this and you go, man, pressure rank, seventh in the league. Pressure rating, 14.4%, fourth in the league. That's awesome for free agents for up uh, uh, in terms of the free agents. But pressure rank, he finished seventh out of all NFL edges this year. He had 10 sacks, which led the team. He had a really, really good season, Romeo Okwara did. We know that. He was fantastic. Right? And, and you know, when you talk about Romeo Okwara, Pro Football Focus named him the most improved Lions player. He's 25 years of age, um, seven and a half sacks in 2018, one and a half sacks last year, 10 sacks, 61 pressures, uh, ninth most quarterback pressures in the NFL. But PFF graded him, like I said, uh, as pressure rate, or pressure rank is seventh. But 114th in run defense rank is a problem. Will that bring his financial number down, and what's he looking for? Melvin Ingram, on the other hand, um, pressure rank 25th, pressure rate 11.9%, 89th against the run. Now, Melvin Ingram is also 31. Okwara is 25. How much are you willing to spend for Romeo? And will he stay because his brother's here? They live together during the season. Julian, who's going to have to play a role next year, does he want to stay and still play with his brother and remain here? Or is he trying to get the most possible? And are the Lions willing to pay him that? That's a good question. Me, I look at that defense, and I saw 11 starters last year, and I could count on one hand the amount of guys I would be bringing back, and he's one of them. So if your defense with Romeo Quara was the worst in the league and the worst in Lions history, and you had him as your one guy that did something, you kind of want to keep him. But depends on kind of money he wants. It's Locked on Lions for a Friday, February 12th. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back with you again on Monday.